Do you want to talk about how you're feeling right now? Oh, so many questions. What does this mean? What do I do? <laughs> Go on! Tell them what you think! I liked it. I think your calculations may have been off. I think it's all right. I just have a lot of feelings. This pleases me. These are perfectly normal feelings. Do you even know what you sound like when you talk like that? Now, shall we begin? I must say, Mr. Hallam, I'm very disappointed in you. You steal the secret to movies and reviews, and here you are, trysting with some low-rate B-movies. You're not even a second-rate podcaster. Ah, Mr. Just. I'm actually glad to be reviewing with you. It saves me the trouble of having to review for you. You'll never get the downloads for my movies. Who's going to believe a talking head? Get a job on YouTube. <laughs> I wonder why such an intelligent young man should make the fatal mistake of coming here to podcast with me. Oh, I have a review. So do I. Ah! Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. <coughs> That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> that was almost better than this movie we watched. Oh, oh, right oh, out the oh, reagent! Not the reagent! Overdose. <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Real Feels Podcast. We review movies of a different genre every two weeks. And tonight, 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 we're reviewing 1985's The Reanimator. Herbert West is at the top of his class in medical school. How can you teach such dribble? These people are here to learn and you're closing their minds before they even have a chance. What are He's you? brilliant, but a little weird. I've broken the six to 12 minute barrier. I've conquered brain death. His experiments have always been unorthodox. It was dead. I but lately they're getting out of hands. <laughs> And he's just made a discovery that could wake up the dead. Herbert West has affected reanimation in dead animal tissue. What are you thinking? How do you feel? You? 15 cc's of reagent being administered. Once you wake up the dead, you've got a real mess on your hands. <laughs> Dead? Not anymore. Herbert West brought a lot of dead people back to life. And not one of them showed any appreciation. H.P. Lovecraft's classic tale of horror, Reanimator. Mr. West. You'll never get credit for my discovery. Who's going to believe a talking head? Get a job in a sideshow. It will scare you to pieces. Oof. 
Oh boy. I'm uh I'm Drew. I'm tits out half naked Nathan. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm Dean Drew. I'm, I'm just a dead cat in a refrigerator. <laughs> oh. Just a dead cat. Just just that what, sounds what like should, a, what, what should I have left? A note. A note. Dead cat. Dead. Details Detail. to follow. <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to stink up the place. Uh, such great excuses. Then you come home, find a cat just rotting on the floor. <laughs> he got his head stuck in a jar. Suffocated. Suffocated. <laughs> she should have at least had like the jar, like, and it was the Hellman's! <laughs> and I thought it was face! Yes, I was face. <laughs> my hate dies with you. You're not my feline. Have you ever seen a more lackluster search for a cat? Now you're ready to be a doctor. I haven't seen him. I haven't even heard him. <laughs> he usually is knocking things over by now. Where is he? The acting in this film is... Oh the, the dialogue, ooh, the acting, the, 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 the wobbly set, like the the wobbly, the wobbly, uh, uh, the straitjacket room. You have, you, you know, Barbara Crampton, who honestly, in all fairness to her, I don't feel she brings anything to the table for this movie except for a nice pair of boobs. Uh huh. Hot rack. Which I would say was the high point of the movie. I I was like, okay, well, I mean, we, you know. We get some boobies. I, I think she even told them that they couldn't have more than four seconds of full coverage for her body. At a time? One at a time. Mississippi. <laughs> two Mississippi. Mississippi. But in the one Three scene when they're having... S-S-I-S-S. When they're having <laughs> sex right after the the weird uh, sort of intro like, like bam, the jokey you mean the, the music completely lifted from psycho yeah <laughs> it's very they, much inspired by psycho which they made go me, back to it a it made me lot. remix remix it made me very happy but after they finished having sex like they show her and then was he having sex like through a hole cut in the sheet because he's lying on top of her who has a sheet on right Oh, and then sli- suddenly it's already the getting supernatural. The, well, the yeah, next, yeah. the next angle, yeah, it does show like her having a sheet over her, and you know, it, then when she gets out of bed, it doesn't even look like now he's under the sheet. Mm. <laughs> so this movie, I wanted them to just speed up. I wanted everything to like progress faster, especially that scene where he's like, "Oh, I'm a ghost," and she's like, "Oh, stop it! No, oh my god, you're scaring me!" Ha! Huh? Mm. It goes on forever. That I'm seemed. Like, just, like, just move quicker. That seems such an odd thing to be scared of. He's like, no one the, would blame me. And he's chasing her with the sheet on. She's like, stop it. No. Oh, my God. Ah. Could they have at least made her, like, also a student at the medical school? No, she's just the dean's, the dean's daughter, daughter and, like, the resident fuck piece. Yeah. You know, like, no, when the, I'm the dean. This is a uh, uh, patty slam piece. Uh <laughs> Don't touch. Uh, it's yeah, okay. Don't it's her, touch. It's, it's, it's for Doctor ma- Hill. It's her maiden name, <laughs> Slam Piece. <laughs> it's, the, an old, it's an old Nordic name. <laughs> I almost wanted the sexual tension that they have in this film to actually have some type of like me. I don't know. Like this movie is so all over the place where I don't know what they're really going for. Are they trying to be a really scary film? Because uh, maybe. Well, it was it was hard to take seriously, and until basically the bone 
Bonesaw goes like uh, through, through the back the of the eye, like out the front. The cadavers are like, "What's going on there, brother?" <laughs> I'm like, "What is this movie?" All brother. of a sudden, they're like, I kind of like, weird that he would drive it through the chest. And I'm thinking, you have a bone saw, and he's obviously Sever undead. Spine, Go for that. That would have worked. This movie would have been right. so much better if we had Hulk Hogan as, as <laughs> brother. You want to raise some dead, brother? <laughs> I'm an Eddie right him now. Bashing down the door. He's like, we're going to go. Undead wolf pack. <laughs> I want you. Uh, <laughs> <Choke> slam. <laughs> yeah. Man. I, I agree with like the idea of the sexual tension, especially with Dr. Hill. So pining after Megan. And almost un- he's creeping. Uncomfortably Hard making the creeping. toast. And he's all like to Megan and my esteemed colleagues. Always vigilant. And for everyone who falls under her spell. And just like staring at her. And she's even like, Dad, can you do something? Can you fire him? Can you? (laughs) He brought a pencil. (laughs) Yes, he snapped. You make me so happy right now. (sighs) But yeah, I mean, like the dad's not, I mean, obviously the dad's not going to do anything because uh, Dr. Hill is a grant machine. Yeah. And, and, you know, Daddy, stop. Which again... Going with Dr. Sugar Daddy. I feel like the consistency of the lore that they, the rules they lay out right. of, okay, well, like, you know, this reanimated part works, but then this doesn't. Oh, he can talk because he has lungs? No. He doesn't even have his lungs. Pouring the the pints of blood into the yes. container like he's just going to just suck Shop up all up. the goodness. Like a plant. <laughs> you know, like, a plant. like a piece of bread yeah. and some gravy. <laughs> oh. it, it is a bit weird where, I mean, even after he severs the head of Dr. Hill in the basement when he's going to blackmail him. Which was kind of a cool scene. No, it's a really neat scene because, I mean, it's it's... It has so many complex with the shovels. Okay, now even like okay, so right before he right before he like severs his head, you have this complex issue of where he's actually telling Herbert like you're brilliant, like this is genius, and you can see this like single tear rolling down his eye because like all he wanted was some validation. It belongs in a museum. (laughs) (laughs) So do you, Doctor West. But I mean, even him just (laughs) yeah severing the head, and then he's going with the you know reagent. And he's like, I haven't done separate parts before. I'm like, how would this matter? Every time that you've injected something. <laughs> <laughs> Did you both bring pencils? Maybe. <laughs> that makes me so happy. Every time that he's reanimated something, it's been in the brainstem. Yeah. So, I mean, why would it matter to, like, inject it in... I mean, did he go for the spine in the, in the body? I couldn't really tell when it's it, where always, he was. It's no, he went for the heart. He was going straight for uh, inside, the chest cavity. Yeah, but, like, the, there's he severed the head. Like, what? what is now connecting? Like, now we're getting more supernatural rather than science-based glow stick fluid. Right. Which the yeah. reagent, he never really goes into what that is what or it, how no. he makes it. Like, they should have had typical 80s montage of him, like, cooking some reagent. Gonna suffocate a cat. Listen to the walls as my neighbors have sex. What was the, uh, what was the montage of, uh, not the Goonies, but <laughs> Monster Squad? Like, oh. Until you drop. Come on, Dr. West. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta raise the dead. <laughs> 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 
can you seem very gullible? <laughs> Which that's that's one of my main arguments against this film is Kane is like one of the best medical students in the school. Yeah. Very bright future, yet he's gullible as fuck. It takes less than five minutes to convince him via the cat that this guy just killed, brought back to life, and then killed again. By, to prove a by, point. By not bashing it with a, a cricket hammer or a baseball bat. Yeah. He just brains the cat up against the wall. And I love the fake cat, like, strapped to his back. Nothing to see here! Out of my laboratory! I think that's part of the humorous aspect, obviously, of this movie, is that there is such a delightful amount of camp. And so, I mean, it's coming from, like, the fake cat attack. It's coming from, you know, the idea of when Dr. Hill has to, like, carry around his head. I, I think that is just incredibly humorous, especially even when, you know, Herbert is snapping the pencils during the examination process. <laughs> I'm so happy you both planned this. This makes me funny. I mean, <laughs> this is great. It's the best dollar seven I spent at <laughs> Dollar Tree. How many pencils do you have? I think I got 24. <laughs> <laughs> enough, Dr. West. Enough. <laughs> if we hadn't done Dead Alive last. Yeah. I think this probably would would have been more enjoyable for mm. me. But this is like the like the original recipe chicken that's been sort of sitting there for five hours under the heat lamps and dead alive was like the extra tasty crispy that just came out of the fryer and like they're just there's there's supposed to be a lot of humor in this yeah which some of it comes across but then this the very creepy rapey stuff with dr hill which i think either the director or one of the actors like got divorced it was hill himself it was the uh, actor who played hill his wife was like on set watching the scene stormed out and she stormed out screaming, like, how could you? Or is this what you do? And she just stormed out, which I think a lot of the cast is alluding to that, you know, this definitely happened. We, you know, they thought that this was definitely the straw that broke the camel's back. But I mean, what a, I guess, what an excuse to go out on. Or the pencil. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if you're looking for a gash down... (laughs) Uh, they definitely a good jo- did a good job with the guy who casted uh, Doctor Hill because he comes across as sleazy as fuck. And Hill, Hill, Doctor Hill, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, I was look, I was trying to look up to see who did what after this. West just did more of these. He did much. more. He did more. And horror same with uh, the guy that especially H- uh, Lovecraftian horror. Yeah, it's just the Bride of Reanimator, Reanimator, Beyond Reanimator, Beyond Reanimator. There was supposed to be a fourth one where they were in the White House. Reanimator Two, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> he did go on to do a film that I really enjoyed. It was called Would You Rather, and I believe that's still on Netflix. And that's actually that's pretty fun to watch. Okay, yeah. So parts that you really liked because that was kind of hard for me to find in this this movie there's and and you can tell because it was originally shot and it had like a two and a half hour running time but then they cut it down because i guess dr hill was supposed to have this whole subplot where he could do his laser lobotomy then he could hypnotize people and that's yeah. why at the end all the zombies were sudden sort of like you know his little minions which is also the reason why uh herbert was a herbert not even like resisting he just hands over his notebook because hill apparently had these hypnosis mind powers 
powers that he was just like, you know, putting it, you know, towards obviously controlling everyone, which if he has these, why is he not doing it to like, I mean, subdue Megan, apparently? Like if he's if he's pining after her so much and he has these, you know, hypnosis, like you will be mine. Don't kink shame him, Drew. <laughs> yeah. Don't kink shame Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew is not going to be able to get his nut. Don't put Dr. Hill he in a corner. He can hold his decapitated head and sexually assault this girl and then sort of guide the head in between the legs. Like there's, oh, I didn't pick this movie. <laughs> Don't frown at me. I'm looking at, look at you. I was nodding at you. <laughs> where, so, and I hate to kind of bring it back to Dead Alive, but where their sex moment is, it starts off a little uncomfortable when like the priest is like rubbing up her leg and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But then when you look at, you see uh, what Nurse McTavish, Nurse oh. McTavish is all like, <laughs> you know, it's consensual. And it's, it's funnier when you're never going to give you <laughs> up, <laughs> never going to stop you up. It's funnier when you're having, you know, in Dead Alive, zombies going at it. And then eventually, you know, you even have uh, the, the two main stars, which now their names escape me. But yeah, when you're having this sex scene where it's, uh, you know, juxtaposed to the sexual rape, assault, the, yeah, rape, yeah. <laughs> the rape and then, you know, the sex scene at the very beginning. It's just you're right. It's awkward. It's really weird. It doesn't seem like it's something that was, in my opinion, like necessary for the film. It was more for like shock value. Although since we did do Dead Alive and Reanimator back to back, there's so many things that are kind of like popping out to me as being very similar. Like eyes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, no, you have, you have no lawnmowers. Yeah, no, no, no lawnmowers. lawnmowers. You have a intestine, you know, going after yes! the guy. No, no butthole. And this, and no butthole. This <laughs> no one just literally had a long and like a large intestine, like wrapping around Herbert, <sighs> you know, dragging him into the, what did he make? Mustard gas and just throw it into the uh, unspecified, unspecified. <laughs> but then volatile uh, chemical. So he's like in, she. <laughs> Dead Alive at least, res- I mean, resolves really itself. Really goes for the res- resolution. But it's constantly winking at you, Dead Alive. It's sort of like, yeah, yeah. look at this fucked up shit. Wink, wink, wink. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> like, yeah, waka, I kept waka. on waiting for the winks. But no yeah, winks in this, this. No winks. I think there's a lot that, despite the fact that it is, you know, it's, I find it to be like, a bit of a charming movie in the fact that there is some great things about it, like the special effects and parts of the story. But there's so much missing. Like you said, like, how did he make the reagent? What exactly was he learning from, you know, Hans Gruber over in Switzerland, which was actually filmed in Pasadena. But there's so many like holes in there. And it's interesting enough where it's kind of like Goodwill Hunting, where Robin Williams was not the main star, but he like stole the show with his character. Just like Herbert West is not the main lead, it's all Dan. But Herbert West like shines in this. Uh, I mean, he's the the front of the of the movie, right? I yeah. know, but if you look at it, like the actual story, uh, the story he, is Dan. But te- yeah, technically, he's not the reanimator. It's Dan, isn't it? Isn't Dan supposed to be the reanimator? Because well, no, because at it's, the end, he reanimates. Oh, he does. Oh, oh, oh. He finally does. Yes. Ugh. Oh, and a wonky application of the fake serum at the end, like, because he's trying to go behind her neck, and you can tell that it's not like just, just the tip. Injected it in, like, it's, she's dead. You're not going to kill her anymore. He's like, okay, uh, just, you know, hold your head right here. Thanks, thanks, Meg. <laughs> <laughs> and you would think you would have learned his lessons after, like, the mortuary of horrors downstairs with all the, like, that was. 
that wasn't yesterday. That wasn't you, the day before. You have to explain that was, yourself. That was 15 minutes ago. And he's like, well, that seemed to work itself out. <laughs> Serum. I mean, certain things, again, they, they fall short. There's not really an explanation towards what it should be doing for the plot. Even much like Herbert somehow getting into Miskatonic University. Was he not going to go to jail in Switzerland? Like, they, yeah. they were like, you murdered him. And he's like, no. I gave him life. Okay, we well, still go to jail. Right, it's like, like <laughs> no, we walked in on you. You were clearly, you know, trying to murder. Overdose. <laughs> Which is weird because if he didn't know, if he knew that the dose was too much for Hans Gruber, why would he somehow not understand that he had to increase the dosage or put a minimal amount of dosage in Arnold Schwarzenegger's stunt double in the morgue? Mm-hmm. It's, but, it, it is. There is an inconsistency. But I mean, Kane gets talked into helping after the weird cat scene, which again, like. Which he gets dumped from the university. They should have just had him wearing rose colored lenses. What oh, if the cat, he's what missing if the cat? all the red flags. So he, he agrees to help. West. And then they buck up her father to the point where he's like a vegetable screaming in the corner of a very flimsy, like, and again, weird. You have an office that also has like a little padded room in it. What you doing, Mr. (laughs) Hill? Um, (laughs) But she just takes him back. I was like, okay. It's like, I'm going to take care of daddy. Yes. I, I do like that he somehow, even after dying, being reanimated, and then being lobotomized. Rips off somehow, her shirt? Well, okay, not just, <laughs> not just <laughs> like rips it, her daughter's shirt off and then lays her, you know, out onto the uh, gurney and straps her down. But I mean, like, when he goes to save her, he like somehow regains the aspect of his humanity. Okay, Darth Vader, I wanted, <laughs> I wanted that, though. I wanted him to be like, you know, grab Palpatine and chuck him. Like, you know, you know yeah. your sister. <laughs> Right. Now my son, leave me. No, I'm not gonna leave you in front of all these zombies. I save, I you. save you. It does, he does kind of pull a Vader like throughout the entire thing. When she keeps screaming, he's just like, ah. He'll constantly look over, like, what should I? No, I'm a zombie. I can't help. No. Oh, no, 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 no. What's her name? Pamela. Meg. 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 Let me look on you with my my own own eyes. (laughs) Shut up, Meg. (laughs) Oh, Oh, Meg. Or, or at least the cat maybe comes back and like the cat valiantly like. But when when they bring the the cat back back the second time, okay, the second time they should have like a little bit of fun, like in the background, like some folk music, like the cat came back the very (laughs) next day. (laughs) The cat came back, thought he was a goner. Oh, just gonna get, and then the cat does like a little dancing number. A little top, <laughs> Hello, little my top baby. Hello, <laughs> hey, there's something. There's something to live in. Herbert's in the corner. Oh no, not again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <sighs> a musical number would have made this a very different film. They're a actually, very different film. There is, there is a uh, <laughs> there is a reanimator of the musical. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. well, yeah. bring you back to life. <laughs> <laughs> What's in the news? What's in the reanimator news? Herbert, Herbert, West, West, Herbert, <laughs> Herbert, Herbert, Herbert West. <laughs> I'm a doctor student. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a dead corpse for you. <laughs> Come in the morgue and the reanimating's easy. <laughs> Got my reagent and my Dean Slampies.
This is the most random episode yeah. we've done. Porgy and Bess, goddammit! <laughs> we can do a lot of different musicals with this, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was just about to do West Side. <laughs> Dude, with the, with the zombies reanimated, it should have been the West Side. I'm excited that Steelberg's remaking that. Is he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, get up on your musical news, Jack. <laughs> you don't subscribe to uh, uh, <laughs> Stage Door Daily. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want? Tony Award Slot Monthly. <laughs> Casting Couch Weekly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> uh. Outstanding. What are we drinking tonight? <laughs> it's a uh, Temblor uh, local brewery, Temblor Brewing, Brewing Company, Hollow Body Pale Ale. Temblor, this is not the episode that I think that you should sponsor us on, but <laughs> this is a delicious pale ale. Oh, good. Yeah, I, lo- oh, I like well, it well, a lot. It's good stuff. Quite good. <laughs> uh, up the dosage. <laughs> I don't know. A human subject. Uh, quite fresh. You'll find it. You'll find, <laughs> you'll find, this, you'll find oh, it. Oh, go ahead, reach out your hand. You'll find the corpse. quite fresh. <laughs> We found these bodies in the forest. <laughs> what about these bodies? They're fresh. <laughs> A bit off the flank. Yeah. What's your name conceivably? Be Dan. <laughs> Looks like Meg's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> yes. So that's actually good. That's a really good one. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So I I thought it was very weird that his body was not instantly just like, okay, I'm going to put the head to the side and I'm going to like do stuff to her. No, no, no. He like guides his head. He gives it head. It, I mean, he <laughs> activate autoflate because <Yeah. laughs> that's like he's what he's instantly like. Oh, this is going to be fun. This is all like what? What? They were even he like. He doesn't even have to come up for breath. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I didn't pick this movie. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you've never watched this movie. It's on YouTube. Yeah, Just go for it. it, it uh, this is on you. They, uh, even when she was on, you know, the table and she was getting like, you know, fondled by some hands. They were like, whose hands are those? Are those, are those Dale's? And they're like, he's like, no, I'm under she the table. Set up. How am I going to re- When the Meg is on the table, you must grope it. <laughs> Come inside, make the misses. <laughs> they, they brought up the idea for the fact that when they put the fake, you know, uh, medical example he- that was head humorous. on top, that was funny. That was really funny, but then they brought up the idea to him, which for some reason no one had thought of. They're like, if they can put the fake medical head up on his shoulders, why can't he put his normal head? Yeah. Well, if you're going to touch on that, where we also have to touch on the security guard obviously going to jerk off in the bathroom <laughs> with his copy of Boudoir. Oh, I'm, I'm <laughs> well, going to get some coffee. That's, I'm gonna, I'm gonna that's the director confirming that. He's like, no, he's he's clearly leaving to go. And he know, has a gun. Himself. Does he use it, though? No. No. He even says, he's like, I don't know why they put lock on the doors. Nobody wants to get in, and nobody. definitely nobody's getting out. Yeah. Who's going to come rob and the like, morgue? Restricted area. Like, this is such top secret material. I'm like, dead bodies? Okay. I mean, I get it. They should have had, like, the uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 doors that he had to, like, walk the bodies through. <laughs> like a Get Smart intro. <laughs> <laughs> To open up like High six yeah. yeah. Then finally, he gets the last one. He pulls out his key card and he slides in. It's just, eh, eh. God damn it. <laughs> he just like buzzes in. Dr. Hill, can you let me in? What's the password? I'm Dr. jerking off in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. Uh, segments. Segments. <laughs> Go for it. Go for the segments. <laughs> <laughs> so, so our first segment is a. I will show you power, Mr. West. Dr. Hill, in his new reanimated form, has control over the bodies found in the morgue. His new subjects. What monsters would you want an army of to do your evil bidding, and why? I'll take the lead. Let's okay. do it. Do it, do it. So, uh, I tried to think of different monsters that I could utilize, but then also what my evil plan would be. My evil plan is to get as much Pepsi in the world as possible. Because I love Pepsi. The only thing I could think of that uh, would be able to retrieve said Pepsi, if you bend reality a little bit, like uh, this movie bends reality a little bit, mosquitoes. So I would use mosquitoes with my reagent to, and my lobotomy, I would, you know, laser their brains so they are my subjects. Like like giant mutant mosquitoes? No, nope, nope. I mean, little mosquitoes. <laughs> and they would go, so you would be, say, at uh, a restaurant and the outdoor dining patio. I'm so excited that you brought me here. And a swarm of mosquitoes would come, not suck your blood, but suck the Pepsi out of your glass. So when I mean, you came to look, oh my gosh, what are, what are all these mosquitoes on my, where's all my Pepsi? And it would come back to me and I'd just hold out my tongue. And if you can imagine, the mosquitoes would just drop little droplets of Pepsi on oh, my I thought they would like the, land the back on you and like re-inject Oh, yes, it just re-injected into my body. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yes. Either that or the mosquitoes form into like a mecha mosquito and just blast the... Uh, just, just makes one giant drop. single droplet of soda. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's like uh, Revenge of the Sith, you know, the the opera scene where they're they're lumping and jumping into the weightless things of uh of water except it's just just weightless balls of Pepsi and you're like <laughs> So yes, uh, mosquitoes would be the monsters that I choose All to right. do my bidding. <sighs> no brainer. Okay. Uh, no brainer. A take on the flying monkeys from the Wizard of Oz. Ooh. Good call. Uh, Good call. A crack squad, dirty dozen style of steely eyed death monkeys. Like a Joe Green and oh yeah, like like, like there's no cute little sailor uniform for these guys. <laughs> like they, yeah, one's got like a lit stogie coming out of the corner of his Franco. Mouth. The yep. other's got yep. a milky eye with yep. like a knife a, scar yep. through it. Okay. They Nazis. Yeah, they infiltrate, assassinate so quiet and deadly that the last thing you'll see in here is a brief shadow from the sky and the soft rustle of monkey wings. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. Send them out. Send them out. Get it done. I can just imagine those being like vicious. Mm. Oh yeah. That's a whole movie though. Oh yeah. Just like flying monkey squad. Yeah. Dirty dozen style. Yeah. Dirty dozen bananas. Killing. Ooh, oh, oh, the, yeah. now we're on to yeah, something. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Killing us. It's not campy. It. Yeah. It's campuchin. <laughs> Whoa. All right. So I am solely determined to have a pleasing movie going experience. That being said, I must have an army of Egyptian mummies. They will be waiting at the door when I, myself, or even other patrons are going to be coming into the movie theater. If they are deemed to be a noisy crowd, even outside, before they enter in, wrap them up. Okay. And then the extra mummy gauze is going to be to taper off the extra chairs wherever I go. Don't take too much because then they just disappear. Well, that's, we, why, I, that's why I have an army. Well, as we, as we could tell from Monster Squad. 
You might, yeah. you might have to hire a uh, exterminator. You might uh, end up with a little bit of a scarab problem. Oh, uh, waka waka, waka waka. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! I got one more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, so the next one. <laughs> next segment. I'll have you locked up for a madman or a murderer. The consistent theme of power and abuse is all throughout the film, coming from many characters. Such as Dr. Hill, Herbert West, and even the Dean. Can you think of someone who possibly had a moment where they obtained power, let it go to their heads, and have it all, you know, just come right back to bite him in the butt? Right in the pooch. Right in the pooch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to go? Uh, I've got two. Uh, so, And they're both the first jobs that I had in high school. So the the very first job I had sophomore year of high school was Ace Hardware. And Ace I, is the place with the helpful hardware. hardware so so uh, I was hired as a sophomore, <laughs> and most of the other people that were hired at the same run were were seniors. So at the end of that year, you know, I was still sticking on, kept going for a few more years, and there was one senior that didn't go to college or university, and there was already a manager who was who was frankly a drunk. Like, I think he sat up in the office, like, just shooting beers. Okay. Mm. Uh, and then there was the assistant manager who was actually pretty cool. He, he introduced me to Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, okay. So, they made this guy, like, like the... And this is pre-office. But they made him, like, the junior assistant manager. Just because he was older than everybody and he was... He was an actual adult. So he would just have us do his bitch work, which mm. which is fine. But then he was also very stupid about all this stuff. So it was the middle of winter in Ohio. There had been an ice storm. The uh, the tires on the forklift were bald. And the manager said, like, don't take it out around back because it's just a solid sheet of ice. And this guy's like, oh, I'll show him. Like, <laughs> oh, I, know, God. I know how to work this forklift. Cue a tremendous crash. I am a forklift <laughs> driver. <laughs> Cue a, t- a tremendous crash. And then in, in the area where all the grills were and then all the grill accessories, like oh, the, no. the, you know, the, the brushes and the spare... Um, uh, racks and the flavorizer bars and the briquettes and all that Ooh. all come crashing down off the back wall and you just see two tines <laughs> sticking through <laughs> the back wall and uh, after that he was no longer the, the uh, junior driver. assistant manager he was just one of one of the guys one of the guys oh uh, the gosh. other job was at a retirement community where they had their own dining hall mm-hmm. and uh, we were a waiter in that and we're all high school kids. Like the oldest, the like, all the waiters were like the kitchen staff were were older, and then the woman that they decide to put in charge about six months in, her name was Fran, and Fran <laughs> was was built like a linebacker, and not Ooh. and not in a oh. good way. Like oh, is oh. the broadest shoulders on a woman I've ever seen, and it was like these high not school kids woman. running around. <laughs> not a woman. Were like she was like allergic to us. Like she couldn't stand the sight of us. And like meet Fran. This this kitchen is cranking out food, and like after everyone's been fed, like. They're just going to throw the food out. So we would help ourselves to like three chicken Kievs or something like that. She'd be like, no, blah, blah, blah. And throw just it away. Lose her shit. So we got back at her by uh, stealing booze. <laughs> so <laughs> that'll they, do it. Yeah. They had uh, their storage closet not locked and it was full of cases of Budweiser and the like the gallon jugs of Gallo wine and uh we would roll the trash cans that were on the little four-wheeled carts out to the elevator that would take us down so we could throw it away and so we would put a trash bag over the trash 
and then just stock it up with cheap booze and Budweiser and then tie the top up and then one of us would be waiting down by the dumpster and um, yeah. So that was high school. I just want to see Jack doing an Ocean's Boo-doo-doo. 8. Yeah. Like, <laughs> where like Fran goes and goes, where are my beers? And like they have built an entire elaborate like setup and they're like just walking out like yeah. and they just like rip off their All mustaches. All it is is just like, it's just like inside man. He's built up a fake wall. He's hiding. You'd be working the floor and like taking the orders because they'd have a menu and they'd just circle the shit that they wanted. But you'd be on the floor and also you'd hear this woman screeching in the kitchen like above all the ambient noise like why are there more mashed potatoes <laughs> they're just like dressing down like bringing like 16 year old girls to tears like no Aww. it's like this isn't nothing is worth that sort of emotion yeah so yeah so when i worked at a particular video store brand that uh there was only one left of in the united states blockbuster oh. okay there we go <laughs> When you got a big... No, I I got nothing for Blockbuster. So, I mean, when I I was there, I had this one particular manager who... Where are you going to (laughs) rent? Blockbuster. I mean, she was When you got a big knife and now she's the one fries. What are you going to pick? Sorry, Drew, one word objection. (laughs) Did any of you guys ever get off of school and then call and reserve a movie or video game? Like... It's Friday at three o'clock. And oh, you're yeah. like, yes. I'd like to reserve Shadows of the Empire, please. <laughs> I know oh, yeah. it's going to be a hot ticket, so just go ahead and uh, put I'll that to the side. Put it, it's... Put, put it with my personal stock. I've got renting privileges my mom gave them to me. <laughs> that happened quite a bit when new movies came out. People would call all the time and they just want to like put it aside, rent it, put it aside, rent it. And some of them we were just like, sorry, we can't. You, know, you better get down here. We can't let that happen. There's I, a I line apologize. outside. Were you standing around back by the dumpster with like a trench coat and you like open it up and yeah. there's all the new releases hanging there like, oh, you want to see Cliffhanger? Uh, it's right uh, here. Goldeneye? I got your Goldeneye, you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, but this manager, she, she was kind of nice, but I mean, she tend to let the ability of being in charge kind of just get to her too much. She would always just like exert her power too much. So one, I mean, you were supposed to close by 10. All right. Mop up, re-rack, make everything's perfect. And, you know, and you're probably going to be out maybe 1030, 11 at the latest. All right. She made us stay one time about, you know, two extra hours beyond what we were supposed to be doing. Immediately told us not to tell anyone that we were there, promised that we would get paid overtime that she would give us. Oh, under the table? Yeah. Mm. None of that happened. Someone got reported. Ooh. <laughs> Not saying who. <laughs> Someone may have lost her job. Whoa! The other, the other one is a uh, a rather enjoyable story that I had, and it's also she's from, home right now, just going, <laughs> fucking Drew, fucking <laughs> Chuck Norris. <laughs> I had that management. I had that management. <laughs> <laughs> One story I absolutely love from Blockbuster is a, a customer coming in and she was asking to rent some movies and she was just like, so I want to get these. And I was brand new at my job and I always had to say like, well, sorry, I can't rent to you until, you know, I have your driver's license. I need to make sure that, you know, you're you. And she's like, well, no, I can just tell you the address. Anyone who, you know, stole your wallet or has your driver's license could tell me the same address, ma'am. So I, I need to see the, you know, the license, make sure it's you. Everything's good. She's like, 
When was this put in place? This is this is outrageous. I, I'm not going to do that. Why would I have to do that? I've been coming here for the longest time. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I, I want my four weddings and a funeral. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and so she's like, I'm sorry. That's just what has to happen. She's I'm like, trying to watch you know Brad what? and Chucky, okay? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jennifer Tilly. <laughs> it's the only one I haven't watched. <laughs> oh, Chucky. Why are you going to make such a deal about this? <laughs> so she just like stares me straight in the eye. She's like, so you're going to make me go all the way out to my car. And get my wallet to give you my license. And I was like, I'm not going to make you do anything. She's like, well, you know what? That's fine. Let's just see how much you like your job. I'm going to talk to your manager after I cancel my account. Because I'm tired of this right now. I was like, okay. Hollywood I'm going to need your driver's license. <laughs> ah! I absolutely love that story. <laughs> okay. Well, did I, she Did she give you Oh, the no. Rest? She stormed out. She just oh. stormed out and left. And I'm like, bye. Thanks for coming to Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> we left our IDs in the forest. <laughs> uh, so my story, it's funny that we're all, it's all work stories because I think that's the the power play in this whole thing. But mm. that's the power no, no, of love. <laughs> Mine comes from when I worked at Princess Cruises. Um, I was in the, the warehouse and the mailroom. I first got there as a temp uh, through a temp agency and quickly one of the guys in the warehouse took to picking on me, uh, which I didn't really care because he was kind of like in his like 40s. His name, mm-hmm. was, his name was Dwayne. And uh, he would, a buddy of mine that worked there uh, in the in the mailroom with me, we would bring magic decks and we'd play magic on our breaks. And <laughs> He constantly would, Dwayne would come up to me and be like, wow, Nathan, like, what you doing, bud? Like, we're, we're playing magic. He's like, wow, did, did are you into Pokemon too? Oh like, gosh. and he would constantly patronize and, and just piss me off. It's like, eh, all right, Dwayne, thanks. He's like, no, man, <laughs> I really think it's cool. I don't care what people say. I think that's awesome. You know, you keep playing, uh, uh, what is this, Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah, uh, cool. So, <laughs> time went on. <laughs> I was still a temp agent. Uh, he overheard me talking Station about... Station agent? <laughs> oh. Oh. He overheard me talking about the military with someone. Like, we were talking about, um, like, family in the military and stuff like that. And that just spurred this ongoing he kept calling me captain it's like oh yes sir captain let me get that man those those uh pallets oh, for you captain the All captain right. man can. oh and i'm like look Dwayne, at me i'm the captain now i'm the captain now. <laughs> well not long you know after the the conversation of captain came about uh, I actually went into the the warehouse and I was talking to their foreman, Eric, and he's like, "Hey, are you bored?" I was like, "Yeah." Like, what what do you got going on in here? He's like, "Do you want to learn inventory?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." And so he taught me inventory. Uh, I came in once in a while and I would, you know, kind of go over it with him and would recite what I've learned back to him. And he said, "Okay, cool. Um, I'm leaving in two weeks. <laughs> I and I need someone to replace me as the the foreman in." In the warehouse. Would like, that give you uh, oversight over yes, douchebaggery? Yes. And, <laughs> and so, uh, wait, are you are you the one whose power went to your head? So, <laughs> so I, I said, wait, before, like, can you just hold on and give me this job for? 
two seconds. And he's like, yeah, sure. I said, can you call Dwayne in here? <laughs> uh, okay. I don't care. I'm I'm getting a job at Denny's. I don't care. Like, wh- whatever you want, dude. I'll, I'll he left for Denny's? Yeah, he's, he got a manager job at Denny's and he was super stoked. So, <laughs> he, so would you say he was moons over his hammy? Over, over his hammy. Way over his hammy. Thank you. Thank you. I'll so he brought in, he brought in Dwayne. And I said, okay, tell him what you're going to tell me. He's like, <laughs> Nathan, you're going to be the new warehouse foreman. I was like, does that mean that I'm Dwayne's captain? Oh! <laughs> and it just was that moment of just amazingness. And so it uh, went to my head. <laughs> and on that day, Nathan's genitalia grew <laughs> three <laughs> sizes. <laughs> and that's a... Uh, I had a lot of fun in the warehouse because we would uh, take rubber bands and we would do something what I called play Robin Hood and I would climb up on the pallets and I'd shoot rubber bands oh, at Dwayne. <laughs> I'd say, to the trees! <laughs> <laughs> I'd say, ha ha, sheriff! <laughs> I'd shoot him with the rubber bands! <laughs> but not in Nottingham! <laughs> um, I'm every man. Okay, anyways. <laughs> that is uh, how power went to my head. I liked it. It was funny. <laughs> And I'm sure it backfired. I don't know. <laughs> Good it? <laughs> Here I am today. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Dwayne owns Princess Cruises. <laughs> no, oh, I'm sti- no, I'm kidding. You ever wonder where Dwayne is now? Probably still at the Denny's. That's oh. like uh, Shawshank Redemption. Like, you know, uh, get busy, get busy living, <laughs> get busy dying. <sighs> Take you out of this one bedroom Hilton and cast you down with the Sodomites. Dwayne never bothered old Andy <laughs> Dufresne ever again. <laughs> Two things happened that day. Dwayne got shot with a rubber band and was called Sheriff Nottingham. <laughs> Dwayne's knocking on the office door and you're just sitting there listening to opera with your, your kickback. Just like, oh. Paviati. (laughs) Anyways. That's funny. Count Monte Crisco. (laughs) (sighs) What would we all uh, rate this film? This film for me is got a a, a DNR bracelet. Do not resuscitate. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I'll check its pulse, but uh, nothing's going on. I'm just going to let it die. I uh, would pay for a ticket to go watch this movie and as soon as I felt uncomfortable which would be the first uh, I don't know 10-15 minutes into this film I would instantly say nope and like Peter Griffin and just walk out because uh, I'm not missing much I mean Dead Alive it had a lot of redeeming qualities and, but I would have almost walked out of that one but I gave it its its chance and it delivered. It paid off, but this like special effects were great. Uh, but they tried to do a take on you know H.P. Lovecraft, but they did a take on like the the series where he was basically just doing for scratch. He got paid like five dollars an installment, and yeah. he even said like this is just like a jerk off piece. Yeah. Uh-huh. And all this is is it's not really like this unique monster film. I mean, it's it's almost like a satire of you know Frankenstein's monster. That's all it really is. Laser scalpel. <laughs> Which I think this could have had some real potential had they had a little bit better writing. And well, a little bit better. They edited it together and just sliced and diced it. And then they left in, like, I want to see what they cut out. 
Oh, the stuff they cut out because it's Drew. It's did you so watch the two and a half hour slow. one? No, but I, I know, I know uh, various things that they cut out. Like one of the scenes that they cut out is that Herbert West is like addicted to his serum. What is he taking like numbers or something? He he'll take like injections Little of some snooters? of the serum, which is weird because the serum has nothing to do with living tissue. But I guess it gives him maybe like a mental hype or some type of like yeah, let's go. What a crazy twist if West was dead. The entire time. And he was like using his he serum. Was, he was like the freshest, you know, like he he kills himself and then his head falls back on a syringe. Yeah, yes. Now we're working with something like a little bit of a twist. And then like, I don't know. There was a. I'm uh, working with this, Jack. I'm trying. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going way out with this one. Or, did you guys ever watch Kids in the Hall? I can't honestly say I did. Crickets, it was it crickets. was an HBO series. And I know what it, it is. was. It was basically just on Comedy Central in its heyday. Okay. And there was one skit that's iconic where the one guy, his sweat has like these crazy pheromones that just make people, the smell of it, it makes people happy. So <laughs> they start bottling his sweat. Bad and one. like, they've got him on like a treadmill and they've got like these little like underarm cups attached. Oh my gosh. And it just gets to the point where like productivity in the, the country is just slamming to a halt because people are just sitting at their desk, just like inhaling <laughs> vials of this guy. I sweat and so finally i think it's mike foley who walks in he's like dan we're gonna have to seal the pits up man <laughs> but like maybe it, like wes he's just exuding this this the reagent the reagent because he never if you're gonna have a glowy reagent like give some background on it I'm crying out loud something. like where did it come from what like what's the secret ingredient no nothing dan we gotta seal the pits up man <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Wrap it in, boys. So I would I would give this film like two and a half out of five kind of re, uh, reanimations. It's not it's not perfect. I, I enjoy the B campiness of it, and I, I admit the faults for it. It's just one of those fun kind of kooky films. So it's like a cat that you've brought back twice, but it's got a broken back now. Sad. <laughs> Remember, Dean, who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Meg! (laughs) (laughs) Daughter! (laughs) Bogus! Bogus! (laughs) Don't see it! (laughs) Grabs Meg's face! You bitch! Give me the the serum, you bitch! (laughs) Give me the boobies! (laughs) She's dead! I'll help her! You're not a virgin? God. That doesn't count. Doesn't count. So one of our uh, most recent Patreon subscribers, Matthew, gave us some uh, real feels questions. So Matthew wants to know, what is your favorite, like, I'm sick at home movie? (laughs) Along with uh, what movie has... The soundtrack to your life. Um, when I'm sick at home, I usually reach for a shitty but not too shitty <laughs> uh, film. So you could pass out halfway through it. Yes. Yeah. You could nap out and you're like, oh, all right, I've seen this. It's and fine. I can wake up and, oh, look, uh, you know. I haven't, really, I yeah. haven't really missed I know where anything. I am. I know exactly where I am. Um, That would probably be Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Mm. And fuck me, he cleared it. Yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Little John. I just, I love Kevin Costner doing a bad English uh, impression yeah. and, you know, oh, yeah, you're going to need your gold. And, you know, you know, oh, here's 30 pieces of silver to pay the devil on your way to hell. <laughs> uh, it gives me laughs. It gives Everything me, I do, 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 do for 
I do it for you. Oh, I love '90s films like that too, where it's just that <laughs> that '90 that '80s to '90s range where don't that tell me that's music. it's, it's not, not worth fighting for. <sighs> That's my I'm sick at home. <laughs> That's movie. your sick at home movie. Uh, you know, when I'm uh, sick at home, it was kind of a toss up between two. It was it was either going to be Clue, which Ooh. I really I just love Clue. Good I'm going home it's to I, my I wife. Six, I'm going to go have sex with my wife. <laughs> You're right. The Mounties always get their man. Just oh, cock a man. <laughs> But I got to hand it to uh, Brendan Fraser's The Mummy. Oh. Which is just, it's fun and it's kooky enough. And I don't know. I just, I love Egyptology, you know, hence the mummies for my army. Uh, it's a bird, a stork. <laughs> yeah. <It's> a, <laughs> uh, uh, a manifest. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a, it's a good crappy film where it's, it's great. Benny, you're on the wrong side of the <laughs> river. It's like, yeah. I got all the horses. <laughs> uh. Uh, so for me, I could, I think I can sum it up in one line. It's uh, Ryan. Most things in here yes. don't react well to bullets. Uh. Give me one ping, one <laughs> single, single ping. ping. But Hunt for the Red October, I can just put on and just have it in the background while I'm cleaning. Hmm. I adore that movie so much. Good movie. Yeah. Uh, I almost wanted to say uh, The Rock. Just thinking of Sean Connery, <laughs> just that, that screeching guitar. <laughs> Slipped on his teeth. It's you. You're the rocket man. What is uh what is the soundtrack to your life movie, Jack? I'm gonna have to go with Almost Famous. Okay. I adore the soundtrack. I adore all the, the classic rock in it. And I love the movie. But there's not I don't think there's one thing on that soundtrack that I would turn my nose up at. Okay. For me, um, the movie that few people like, but I, it still has a, a soft spot in my heart because I can put it on and walk away and come back and just be like, eh, it's just a whatever film. I like to watch those kind of films. Out Cold um, had a lot of... Uh, with Zach know. Galifianakis. I don't know if I've um, seen that. Uh, it's, it's a snowboarding sure movie. I've seen that. You guys have never watched it? No. Oh, it's, it's not great. <laughs> I'm not going to say that like it has this amazing storyline. It's got very well well anticipated characters. It's nothing you're going to be like, "Whoa!" You know, this is crazy, Nathan. It's got great yar. It's it's yeah, it's uh it's about a ski town and hmm, okay. Are there zany antics? Oh, zany as can be. Mm. Yeah. So Al Cold. Got a lot of good good music that I grew up on, so boom. Okay. So to kinda, you know, springboard from our uh Robin Hood, you know, mm. Brian Adams. <sighs> I got to go with some good old 80s music. I got to go with 1986's Transformers the Movie, because I love me some Stan Bush. Okay. Dare, dare to believe you can't survive. Shut up, don't you look at me. <laughs> I, I've been looking at... Wait, wait, wait. You got the wait. touch! Ah. <laughs> the last one! It comes full circle. <laughs> no, uh, 1986's uh, Transformers the movie is just, it's a its a great soundtrack. It's a lot of fun. It's its upbeat. It's inspirational. Okay. I, I find it fun a lot. Hmm, I like it. I like it. So, uh, you guys want to hear about this uh, month's Patreon oh, I, I do. First I of all, I just want to say thank you to Matt. That was, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. I liked, I liked a questions. Good guy. I like fan man. And uh, he's already chosen his movie for next <laughs> Next Ooh. year, mm. which I can almost guarantee, I know I haven't seen it. You maybe, I don't believe Jack has. What movie? Is it a secret? Do you, well, I mean, do, are we going to, do you want to announce that now? Well, you a could season show me ahead. I'll show you ahead. I'll show you later. 
We still haven't come up with a name for post Rikert's beard. Ooh, yeah. Cisco, <laughs> Cisco's you know shiny shiny head. Mm-hmm. Return of the Fields. Jordy's eyes. I don't know. Ooh, yeah. Jordy's eyes. I like that. I don't know any good Star Trek references to Kompla! to throw out. Noichi <laughs> <laughs> Patak. <laughs> so this is not a monthly fee. This is oh, a, a one-time one time deposit. Uh, it's the uh, Mysterious Mourner package for a flat $500 single-time fee. One of us will show up at your funeral all in black with an umbrella and stand aside from the crowd. If asked how we knew the deceased, uh, we will make furtive comments about my notes and the reagent. Uh, I'll make a point to inconspicuously drop a plastic bottle full of glow stick fluid and hurriedly pick it up looking to see if anyone saw me. Finally, as the mourners disperse from the graveside and head to the cars i will run screaming out of the trees with an obviously fake cat strapped to my back (laughs) while recordings of a cat screaming echo out of hidden speakers in the trees while yelling at the top of my lungs phrases like you fools imagine the power the power (laughs) so if you really want to spice up your funeral and you have the foresight to plan it boom (laughs) mysterious mourner motherfuckers uh so guys you can always find us on facebook and instagram and twitter at real feels pod you can send us an email at real podcast at gmail.com check us out every two weeks and in two weeks now we have our apocalyptic apocalyptic mm. and then fo- followed by epic fantasy yeah i mean you guys should tune in for a, for apocalyptic it's really going to be out of this world yeah, yeah. and then fi- <laughs> and then to wrap it all up with with our choices for this uh, season i'll 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 end you with a chick flick <laughs> <laughs> But then we have our Patreon picks and a Christmas special. And then finally, Bilbo Grab Baggins. Don't worry, folks. Drew is not going to pick Mamma Mia 2. Good God, no. (laughs) Mamma Mia. (laughs) No, thank you. He's kind of like his fist balled out of the table. Son of a bitch. (laughs) That was my my number two. (laughs) No way. So, yeah. The possibilities uh, are endless. So we thank you for uh, joining us, and uh, as always, you are the realist. And the feelist. Eh, get a job at a sideshow. <laughs> <laughs>